I just want to say I love that we're out here, church out here, facing the community. That is awesome to me. So welcome if you're here for the first time, but just love being out here. And all of those watching online, welcome. Let's open with prayer, and we're going to do a little preaching, a little preaching. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we heard this story that we've heard probably lots of times before, this story of Palm Sunday. We pray this morning, Lord, that you would speak a fresh word into our lives for right now, 2021, on this day that you have made. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So years ago, I was uh, in between. I was, I was act, actually, after Timothy, I was a speaker. I was also starting to speak at Faith Church in Dyer, Indiana. And so I would kind of speak all different places. And they had three services there, one at 8 in the morning, one at 9.30, one at 11 in the morning. So you had to, if you were preaching, you had to preach all three services. So it means I had to get up really early in Wheaton to drive to Indiana to get to this church. Well, one morning I was preaching there. My alarm went off quite late. I woke up realizing that it was 7.15. I was supposed to be there in 15 minutes. And I had a 45 or 50-minute drive to get there and a shower to take. Fortunately, there was a shower at the church. So I called the worship leader and said, hey, I just woke up. Just get the service started, and I'll be there to preach. I'll shower at church. Don't worry, I'll be there. Just get started without me. I'll be there. And I started to drive like a maniac down 294, super fast, way over the speed limit. And when I got down to southern Illinois on Route 30, I was going even faster. And I came over the final hill, about to get to the church, and in the right shoulder of the road, there was a cop sitting there. I slammed my brakes, hoping he didn't see me. But sure enough, as I went by him, the lights came on. He pulled me over. I'm like, oh, no, I'm already late. And now this darn cop is going to you know, keep me here for another 20 minutes. So he came to the window, and I said to him, officer, I know I totally deserve a ticket, maybe even to go to jail. I don't know how fast I was going. But here's the thing. you got to give me your ticket really quickly, or you can follow me to church. You can even bring it to the pulpit. I said, but I know that big church around the corner. I need to be preaching there. Literally in the next 40 minutes, and I still have to take a shower, as you can see. So whatever you got to do, just do it quickly. Let's get this over with, because i got to be on time. There's a bunch of people waiting for me. This cop just cracked up laughing. He said, I've never heard anything like this before. And he said, you just got to go. Just go. Just go preach. We'll, we'll deal with this later. <laughs> I left that scene praising the Lord. For my deliverance, I was free. I have been shown mercy and grace in my time of need. You know what I'm saying? I totally deserved a ticket, maybe to be in jail, who knows. But I was free, and I was going to the church praising the Lord. Now, when you read the Palm Sunday story, the people on the Mount of Olives, this is exactly how they felt. They were having this emotion of like, whoa, anticipating freedom had arrived. God was sending his deliverer. Look at Luke 19, verse 37. It reads like this. When they came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. They had found their deliverer. They had found their Messiah. They might not have understood who he was, or everything he was going to do, or how he was going to do it, but they had literally found the one who was going to bring them freedom and mercy and grace. He had just raised Lazarus from the dead, bringing to culmination three years of healing their diseases, forgiving their sins, and putting God's love on display. Now you might ask yourself, what were they actually expressing on this first Palm Sunday? What was the emotion? Well, I want to say it was Thanksgiving. It was an expectant Thanksgiving for what God was about to do. 
Hey, how do I come to that conclusion? Well, um, because if you read the, the text carefully, they start to quote Psalm 118. This is a psalm that was regularly sung at the Passover and Sukkot festivals in Jerusalem. And the people start to quote this psalm. And if you dig into this psalm further, it gives you some clues as about what they were feeling, what they were experiencing. So check this out. Open for me the gates where the righteous enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. Now, if you stand on the Mount of Olives today in Jerusalem, there's actually gates there that were built in 1538 by Suleiman the Turk. He's an Islamic guy, so he sealed the gates with cement to keep the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah, from coming through. Of course, uh, those gates weren't there then, so Jesus is heading down to these gates to go into the city, not only into the city, but into the temple. Look what it says. The Lord has done this. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And then the psalmist continues. Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God shining upon us. Take the sacrifice and bind it with cords on the altar. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. Now, the reference in the middle of there, you see that there? It says, take the sacrifice and bind it to the cords of the altar. It tells us that this king that was coming was not just going to enter the city. He was going to enter the temple and offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving before the Lord. This sacrifice is described in Leviticus chapter 7, and the rabbis talk about it quite a bit. It's called the toda. Toda actually means thanksgiving in Hebrew, and it was offered for a person's life who had been redeemed from a great danger, a great peril. The rabbis get so specific, they actually describe these perils. You could have walked through the wilderness for a long time and had come out alive. You could have gone on a dangerous trip on the sea, a perilous trip, and made it through. You could have been in prison and got delivered and freed. Or you could have overcome or been healed from a death producing disease, and suddenly experience the Lord's healing. Now, I thought this was super relevant to where we sit in Palm Sunday 2021. Because we have just come through a great wilderness for the last year. We have taken a perilous journey on a sea, I guess, of crazy disease all over the world. We have in some ways been in prison, quarantined in our own homes. And we have actually survived a perilous disease. And now the Lord is bringing about healing and deliverance from this pandemic through these vaccines, which is quite miraculous. The scientists can take credit for them if they want, but I'm going to give credit to God. And I am going to come to him this Palm Sunday with expectant thanksgiving for his deliverance from what we've been going through for the last year. Right? It's amazing. So these people that were on the mountain, they were expressing their expectant thanksgiving for what God was going to do. That's exciting. Now, I've got to be honest with you. When I, when I thought of us coming back to church after this pandemic, I thought every Sunday would look like that palm parade, that we'd all be dancing in the aisles because we get to be back together finally. We'd be like praising the Lord with thanksgiving every week, just pumped to be in his presence once again. And the thing is, we have more to be pumped about than just a deliverance from a pandemic because we suffer from a greater pandemic. Yeah, it's the one that's loose in our hearts as humans. It's been on display. It's been on display quite a bit in the last year. It's the pandemic that causes broken families, broken hearts, 
and broken bones. It's a pandemic that leads us to making destructive decisions that destroy our lives and cause all kinds of chaos. It's a pandemic that leads to the bigotry and hatred and all the other stuff we've seen, right? It's, the, it's what lives inside of us. And Jesus, when he comes down this mountain, he's going to go to the temple. He's going to offer this sacrifice of thanksgiving, but he's not going to offer a, a bull or a goat. He's going to offer himself on that altar, right? He's going to be the sacrifice, and he's going to be able to deliver us in a way no one else can from the pandemic that we all suffer from, which is this deep brokenness inside of us that we need to be saved from, delivered from. So on this Palm Sunday, I come with expectant thanksgiving that my deliverer, Jesus, can actually make me new. He can save me from myself, from my choices, from the mess that my life has become because of my own brokenness and total depravity. Now, when you find this out, when you think about this, we should be offering this Thanksgiving all the time. You know what I did to that cop? I got to my office Monday morning after he let me go. I wrote him a letter of Thanksgiving, and I sent it to him. And I said, sir, you have no idea how much you blessed me that day. You were a picture of Jesus giving me deliverance and freedom when I should have been and deserved to be punished. So I said, I invited him to church. I think he came the next week with his family. We got to know each other. It was awesome. This week, leading up to this holiest week of the year, and this resurrection party next Sunday, I, I, I sort of challenge you to write a, a, a letter of thanksgiving to God, an expectant thanksgiving. How do you want to thank the Lord for what he's doing right now, for what he's going to do in the next few months? Right? Write that letter. Write it down. Focus on those things and, and be thankful. Be expectantly thankful and give him praise. Will you do that with me? All right. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for coming. Thank you for riding into that city years ago. Thank you for the sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise you offer to deliver us, Lord, and to make us new. We look forward to this week with great anticipation, with great expectation of the deliverance that we will experience and receive once again through your powerful resurrection from the dead. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.